What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. What it do, baby? <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's go. Oh, my goodness, bro. The Los Angeles Clippers have made the Western Conference Finals for the first time in franchise history. Oh, my goodness. Man, that sleep hit so different last night, bro. I can't even begin to describe how crazy last night was. It's currently 2 o'clock Pacific time in the afternoon, the day after Game 6 in Los Angeles. I absolutely just could not record a pod last night without... I don't know. I, without screaming, getting up out of my seat, I, I I couldn't do it last night. I knew I had to get, you know, I had to sleep it off, see what uh I was feeling like in the morning. I was still really energized in the morning, and I was like, you know what, I want to let this all sink in, uh, soak it all in, uh, just have it really kind of hit me, and then I'll sit down and record a pod. So here I am, um, the deck the next day, man, um. The Clippers are in the conference finals, man. It's been 51 long-ass years. Obviously, I have not been alive for nearly that long, but I can't even begin to imagine how special this night was for people who have been fans for 51 years. And be, um, I can't even begin to, to. I can't even imagine how the older generation of Clipper fans are feeling right now. Just seeing this franchise go through so much shit. Um, and it, it, we deserve this, man. We, we really, really do. And I mean that, um, man, whew. uh, before we get into the game, if you guys are new to the pod, make sure you guys do follow me on Twitter at Trey L A C underscore. That is T R E Y L A C underscore. I live tweet Clipper games. Um, ones like last night where I almost went to, man. I was almost at that game last night, um, but I unfortunately couldn't make it. Unfortunate. But, hey, um, as long as I was able to watch it, man, that's all that really matters to me. Um, and speaking of Twitter, I recently hit 600 followers, so thank you guys so much for that. That's really, really cool. Um, I mean, at the end of the last season, after the bubble collapsed, I was probably at around, like, 100 or something. So this this season has really, really been awesome, not just for – um, for growth and, you know, meeting more people, but for the Clippers in general, this is a historic season. As of right now, uh, I mean, making the conference finals was my checklist, uh, was on my checklist for success, uh, for determining this, how successful of a season it would be. This is a successful season for me personally, making the conference finals, breaking that Clipper curse that has been hovering over this franchise since the beginning of time. Um, they broke the curse last night, June 19, 2021, will be one of the best days in Clipper franchise history, uh, making the conference finals for the first time ever. And, you know, just being, being one of those franchises, uh, one of those, uh, one of the franchises that hasn't seen success at all, uh, not just in basketball history, but in sports history. Um, I mean, not a lot of other franchises have seen this kind of fate with their team for this many years and to see it finally go a different direction it's just it was emotional for me last night for many other people last night obviously um i mean even for someone like me man who's really um hasn't been around for the 51 years obviously i've i've been a fan for about 11 years or so um 
it, it still hit me really hard. Um, you know, it was a it was a really emotional night for me. Uh, I mean, sitting at home. I mean, let's talk about the fans last night, man. Oh my god, I've had multiple people tell me that this was the loudest Staples Center has ever been for a Clipper game, and that's exactly what I expected from you guys. Um, you guys absolutely killed it. Uh, it was electric the entire game from the start. Um, even when we were down horrendously bad in that third quarter, it was still. I could still feel the buzz. You guys didn't give up on the guys, and the guys were not going to give up on you. Um, you guys gave them that energy, and a lot of this goes on you guys. Most of this goes on you guys for being so fucking loud the entire time. Clever uh, Nation really does have the best fans, uh, the most loyal fans in sports. Um, it's just amazing. I don't ever want to hear the Clippers don't have fans ever again because that shit was put to bed last night. There are so many narratives put to bed last night. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's just, I never thought this day would come, man. It, at times, it felt impossible to get over that second round hump that was just looming over us. I mean, even last season, man, after the bubble collapse, it just, it really felt like it was impossible. It was never going to happen, but we kept the faith, man. A lot of us have been so, so positive and optimistic about anything and everything. Um, you know, I a lot of people uh, say that they like, they like my attitude, and I appreciate that. I try to be as optimistic as possible about everything. And, uh, I mean, optimism, it's just like a way to look at life, man. Being pessimistic, it's just, it's not a good outlook for life in general. And, you know, just always having a positive outlook on things. It's just, it's always been the right way for me personally. And, you know, I just try to try to spread that around to, you know, other people who may be a little bit more pessimistic on that pessimistic side, I should say, um, you know, just, just try to spread some positivity, whatever I can. And, man, we, we deserve this, man, for the final time. We, we deserve this. We deserve every bit of this. It obviously, it still sucks that Kawhi is out, but these past two games have been so, so special. Um, I wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't want it with any other fan base, with any other team. Um, I mean, most loyal fans in sports, man. This is we deserve every bit of this. I mean, we have every right to celebrate this, like we just won the NBA Finals. Um, because this this really felt like this felt this was something we've never experienced before. One of the few teams in the NBA that hasn't experienced a conference finals. Um. And that all ends tomorrow when we play our first conference finals game in franchise history. Um, it just came out that Kawhi Leonard will not be traveling with the team, uh, per Chris Haynes. Um, and that was pretty much expected. Uh, but it does kind of scream at me that maybe they're aiming for a uh, mid-series return, maybe by game three for Kawhi Leonard. That would be an absolute miracle. Just as long as we can stretch the series out, I do think the Clippers do have absolutely have a chance against the Suns, even without Kawhi. Um, this team has shown me way too much. They've shown me that any guy can step step up on any given night, uh, whether it's Terrence Mann, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, of course. I mean, these guys these guys play for each other. They play for the fans. These guys know how to compete every single night. Literally, the 2018-2019 Clippers, but with more talent, it's pretty much the best way you could put it. Um, this team, uh, it's just incredible, man. Um, so, yeah, before we get into the game, make sure you guys do follow me on Twitter again, at TreyLAC underscore. Um... It's been a wild ride, man. These past these these last few series, these last few weeks, this last month actually. It's, it's been about a month since the NBA playoffs have started. Going down 0-2 to Dallas, we all felt uh, demoralized. It was an absolute gut punch. Tyloo was absolutely awful in those first two games against Dallas. We thought it, a lot of us thought it was over. 
I was very pessimistic myself. I mean, going down 0-2, I mean, I mean, I don't even know what to say, man. Going down 0-2 in the first two series, um, we knew it was going to be tougher against uh, the Jazz. The Jazz are number one seed for a reason, right? I mean, being the best team in the league, having the best record in the league, um, we knew it was going to be tough. Going down 0-2, losing those first two in Utah, two very winnable games, um, I should say. Um, and the Clippers won four in a row. They won four in a row. They won them at home, won two games at home, went back on the road to Utah without Kawhi Leonard, won game, uh, game five on the road, came back home. First full capacity crowd since March 2020, and they closed it out at home. Terrence Mann, my goodness, 39 points for Terrence Mann, a playoff career high, a career high in general. He missed six shots, 15 or 21. Um, let's get into the game, man. Let's 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 uh, let's run into this. Terrence Mann in that first quarter hit a three. Um, he had like ten early points in that first quarter, I believe. That he had eight to ten points. And let me remind you, man. He was the forty eighth pick in the draft. And in game two of this series, he played one minute, man. Absolutely criminal. Rondo played like twenty eight minutes in game two. Absolutely criminal. Criminal from Ty Lue. But Terrence Mann, bro, absolutely showed up. Any second he's gotten in this series and had the biggest game of his life in one of the biggest games in Clippers franchise history. 48th pick in the draft, man. 48th pick. We, we Real ones known about this guy. And it's worth noting that Markeith Mar- Morris was in the stands today and on Marcus Morris jersey, so, you know, showing that brotherly love. And uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, had another first quarter Bruce. He looked healthy as ever. I don't know. Uh, obviously, he was grimacing every time he fell down. Uh, he fell down a lot in this game. But, you know, uh, he, he, he looked explosive. He looked fine. Uh, normal Donovan Mitchell type game. Um, he had 16 in that first quarter. He had 6 of 11 from the field. Insane stuff from Donovan Mitchell. Jordan Clarkson in that second quarter had 21 points. I know He had 17 points, I believe, of his 21 in that second quarter. Um, he might have even had all 21 in that third quarter. I, I mean, that second quarter, pardon me, um, if I remember correctly. I don't even know. But Jordan Clarkson had like 17 in a row in that second quarter. That's what it was. Um, he had 21 in that second quarter, which is absolutely insane. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Jordan Clarkson has been hitting junk this entire series. Absolutely demoralizing. The Jazz were shooting the shit out of the ball in that first half. The first half, the Jazz... We're hitting 58% of their shots. They were 12 of 19 from three. Um, they were 12 of 18 if you don't want to include that Mike Conley heave at the end of the first quarter, I believe it was. They were hitting 65% of their threes in the first half. Absolutely demoralizing. They were up 20 at half, I believe. They were up 25, I think. Something like that. Um, it was 50 to 72. They were up 22 at half, 72 to 50. And that lead ballooned to 25. Mike Conley didn't look all that great. Uh, I mean, he was obviously not healthy at all. He is not nearly as explosive. Um, I mean, normally he's that clipper killer, that guy, that, that slithery guy that can get into the lane. He's obviously very limited by that hamstring tonight. Um, and it sucks. It really does suck. I mean, the hamstrings, especially when you're getting older, are always tough um, to deal with. I mean, they linger on. I mean, they can affect you. They can flare up at any time. It's just really, really tough to see. And obviously Donovan Mitchell uh, with that ankle. Uh, he still look. He looked fine to me. I mean, he was still. He still got his thirty nine or whatever the fuck he had. But man, I don't even know what to say, man. 
I'm still at a loss for words what I watched last night. Um, Paul George, uh, he was really, really good, obviously. Uh, he needed to be the guy tonight. He had a ton of help tonight, obviously getting big contributions from a lot of guys. Four, three of the five starters had 20-plus, 25-plus, uh, I should say. I should say. Um, just big contributions from everyone again tonight, just like in Game 5. Uh, Rudy Gobert had a little bit of a scare. He went to the locker room for a bit, but he ended up coming back out on the bench. I think it was for... Um, his hip, I believe, something like that. I don't even know. He went to the locker room, to be honest with you. Um, Paul George was good in that first half. Uh, let me pull up the stats from him in the first half. Um, first half, Paul George had 14 points. He's really inefficient, but he's having a really good floor game. Really, really good at getting to his spots. Um, he was moving the ball fine. He had two turnovers in that first half, which is fine. But uh, he was really, really good. I mean, he was finding guys. He was getting to the paint, kicking out to shooters. I mean, the whole entire game plan, man. The the Clippers really cla- cracked the Jazz. I mean, getting into the paint, they knew Rudy was going to come. Just find open shooters. They're going to get an open shot every time. A lot of the times it was Terrence Mann, who Rudy had him on assignment. Um, Rudy Gobert was guarding Terrence Mann most of the game. And Terrence Mann had most of his three-pointers because Rudy Gobert would drop into the paint after, you know, a Paul George drive or a Reggie Jackson drive. Anyone who drove... Gobert was going to sag over to the paint. The game plan was just to let Terrence Mann shoot, and Terrence Mann absolutely killed them tonight. Uh, he was 7 of 10 from 3, which is insane to even say. Terrence Mann had 7 threes tonight on 10 attempts. It's just crazy, man. Uh, Rondo had a pretty good like first few minutes, and then it all went to shit. Um, in that first half, Rondo played 7 minutes and was a minus 11, I believe. Um, I mean, he had a really good first like 3 minutes, maybe. But um, the Jazz went on some fat run. They went on like a twenty-three to twenty-one to three run, I believe, is what the Jazz went on to. Um, might have even been close the half, or uh, it might have even leaked into the third quarter. Uh, Nicholas Batum had that controversial foul call on him, absolutely horrible call. Jordan Clarkson ended up shooting three free throws out of it, but it was a horrific call, absolutely awful call, uh, all ball. I don't even think he touched anything. He absolutely did not touch his wrist. But um, Jordan Clarkson got three free throws. That's when the game completely swung. It was a one-point Clipper lead at that point, I believe. Or maybe it might have been like a two-point Jazz lead. I think it was 41. And a 42-40 Jazz when Jordan Clarkson got fouled. He made all three free throws. It was 45-40 to um, Jazz after Clarkson hit all three free throws. I remember the Clippers had a 40-39 to lead after a Rondo layup. And that's the last time they had a lead until they made that third quarter run. That 17-0 run in that third quarter. Absolutely insane. Uh, Ty Lue had a pretty bad lineup. I think, I don't even remember what the lineup was, but no Marcus Morris or Paul George out there. I don't even think Reggie Jackson was out there either. I'm not too sure. It was just a really bad offensive lineup. Uh, I know Rondo was out there for that lineup, which is why it was really, really bad. Rondo has just not been great at all. The Jazz were 10 and 15 from three at one point. Uh, so that was awesome. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, the Clippers were up 40 to 39. Jazz went on a 21 to three run after that. Uh, let me see if I can find that lineup that really, really killed the Clippers. Um, oh, I can't even remember, man. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to bother with that. But it was just a really, really bad lineup. I'm sure you guys all know what I'm talking about. But the Jazz were scorching the Nets in the first half, man. They really, really were. Um, I tweeted, fuck the Jazz at halftime. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, man. Let's get into that second half. 
Um, the Clippers, I mean, the the crowd was a little bit quiet. I won't lie. At the beginning of the half, I would have been too. I mean, absolutely demoralizing. Some of these threes the Jazz were hitting. Um, they continued to hit threes in that second half. The Jazz were 15 to 24 from one point. Uh, they were still hitting some fucking junk. Um, it was really, really annoying. Terrence Mann had his career high in that third quarter. He hit 26 points. Um, and he, he just wasn't trying to come back to Utah, man. Mo Harkless tweeted, uh... I really liked Mo Harkless, man, when he was a Clipper uh, in his small half a season tenure. He was all right. Uh, he tweeted, Terrence Mann is not trying to go back to Utah. That's, that's funny. Terrence Mann had 20 points in that third quarter. He ended up with 34 in the quarter, I believe. And, oh, my God, the Clippers cut it down to two after Reggie Jackson hit a corner three in front of the Clipper bench. Absolutely insane. A 17-0 run by the Clippers. Led by Reggie Jackson, Paul George, and Terrence Mann. They didn't even get a good Marcus Morris game tonight, man. 3-7, 1-4 from 3, 7 points from Marcus Morris. He, they, he didn't even have a great game, but uh, the energy he brought, he was pretty good defensively. Uh, at this point, man, my heart was out of my chest. Um, it was just absolutely pounding out of my chest. I had no idea what to expect. I was at a loss for words. The Clippers were down 22 at the half, and they cut it down to 3 in 12 minutes of game time absolutely insane um stables was loud as hell at that point obviously i mean they had a chance to break the clipper curse after being down as much as 25 in that third 75 to 50 was the score at one point and what a way to break the clipper curse man instead of blowing a lead late in that third quarter you come back from a 25 point lead in that third quarter it's just absolutely it's just poetry, man. What a poetic way to break the Clipper curse. And that's how you know it's broken, man. It's just the way it happened, man. Um, Let's see. What else have we got here, man? The Clippers went on a 46-20 to run to erase that 25-point third quarter deficit that they were faced with. Um, And after that Reggie Jackson 3 to cut it to 2, man, I knew the Clippers were going to win this game. I absolutely could not believe what I was watching, man. That entire third quarter, I've watched it back so many times, you have no idea. And I tweeted out, I'm crying my eyes out if we win. I don't care, call me a bitch. And that's exactly what I did after the game. I had no I had no words, man. I was just emotional. Such an emotional game. Um, and per Clippers BR, Terrence Mann was the third player in franchise history to make at least seven threes in a postseason game. And Marcus Morris was the second, man. All in the same postseason. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, the Clippers at one point were 8 of 24 on three on three pointers. That's a tribute to Kobe right there. <laughs> and uh, they made 11 of 13 after that. Absolutely insane turnaround in that second half. And oh my gosh, man. The Clippers were taking turns on Rudy Gobert in that final frame. Uh, whoever he was sagging off of, the Clippers would find him. Um, Shoot the three. I mean, he was getting her space every time. And that's how the Clippers are going to the conference finals, man. They won game six. They won, what was the final score? 131 to 119. What a turnaround, man. I am so ecstatic. So that's pretty much going to do it. I hope you guys did enjoy, man. And let me actually, let's read some stat lines here. Terrence Mann, 39 points. 15 to 21 from the field. 7 of 10 from three. Paul George, 28 points, 10 of 24 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep, 6 of 7 from the line, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 turnovers. Reggie Jackson, 27 on 10 of 16, 10 assists, 
My word, man. Three steals. Marcus Morris, seven points on three to seven. Nicholas Batum, 16 points, six and nine from the field, four, six from three, seven boards, two assists, two steals, three blocks. That is a classic Nicholas Batum game. Let's read some Utah Jazz stat lines. Uh, no, no, no. Big shout out to Patrick Beverly, man. Big shout out. I have not, I'm so mad. I have not even mentioned Patrick Beverly's name. What he did in this game, man, finding a shot. He was three or four from three, three or four from the line, 12 points, and was a plus 19 in 27 minutes. Excuse me. What a game from Patrick Beverly. Getting some really good, getting himself in a really good groove going into the conference finals. I am so happy for him more than anyone else, I think, on the team. The fact that he is finally in the conference finals with this team after going through it with us these last four years, being the longest tenured Clipper. Patrick Beverly deserves this, man. I'm so happy for him. He had some key plays. He had some really clutch plays. He had a couple of clutch steals um, in that game. He had three steals. Classic Patrick Beverly game. He had a, a block as well. Played some great defense on Donovan Mitchell the entire series. Give Patrick Beverly his flowers, man. Pat Bev don't trick y'all. Pat Bev do not trick y'all. He is legit. I'm so glad to see him get some good mojo going into the conference finals. And I'm so glad to see the entire Clipper franchise and their fans experience their team in the conference final, man. I'm so excited. Let's get into the Jazz sidelines. Donovan Mitchell, who is presumably on one leg. 39 points, total 27 from the field, 9-15 from three. He shot insane from three in the series. I think he made the most three-pointers. He had like 38 threes or something. That's the most in NBA history, I believe, in a single series. I think I read that somewhere. 39 points for Donovan Mitchell. None rebounds, nine assists. Uh, Gobert, who was getting absolutely cooked the entire game. So funny, so funny. 12 points in 42 minutes, 10 rebounds. Uh, Bogdanovich had 14 points, uh, whatever. Royce O'Neal, fuck Royce O'Neal. I'm never going to read his stat line. He had a good game, though. Uh, nah, I'll read it. I won't be a bitch. 21 points on 8 or 12 from the field. 4, 6, and 3. Uh, not as much chirping today. I'm not sure why Royce O'Neal wasn't really chirping. Um, I don't really get it. I mean, things were going so well in that first half. I mean, he was chirping. Um, I don't know what happened in that second half. Maybe they, like, lost the game and, you know, I don't know. He just, he just wasn't really chirping in that second half for some reason. I don't know why. He thought he was so fucking tough. Fucking loser. Have fun at Cancun, you fucking bum-ass motherfucker. All right. Anyways, man. I'll be coming out later today with a preview of the Suns Clippers series. Uh, I'm going to throw some numbers at you guys, just like how I have in the first two series previews. So there'll be two pods today. This is the first of two pods that will be coming out uh, today. And I'll probably have that Suns preview out sometime tonight. Uh, I'm going to try to record it a little bit later on, get some stats, get some numbers. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited, man. Uh, I can't wait for this series to get underway. And yeah, thank you guys so much for chilling with me. For these last 20 so twenty or so minutes. I really do appreciate all love and support. Thank you guys so much again for 600 followers on Twitter. That is awesome. That is so, so awesome. I'm so grateful for every single one of you who interact with me. Like a tweet. Reply to a tweet. Retweet a tweet. I'm so thankful for all of you. I love all you guys. We deserve this again. We deserve this. Best friends in the world for any sport. Thank you guys again for chilling. I'll see you all in the Suns preview later today. Peace. Go Clippers.